What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. This is the Kevin Max Sports Hour on WPRO. Okay. We're ready for you, Coach. I know the Hoyas are here. The Friars are ready. Are you ready? I think Friar fans are ready, too. Uh, Welcome to the Kevin Max Sports Hour here on News Talk 99.7 FM, AM 630, WPRO, as well as 790, the score, the Alexa smart speaker, uh, Florida, California, wherever you choose to tune in, uh, we appreciate it. And it's a big-time night, big-time weekend here uh, for us and for everybody who follows college basketball. And even if you don't follow college basketball, this Ed Cooley returning story has, well, it's a national story, but of course we are the fountain of this story because we uh, are the flagship station for PC basketball with the only radio station media outlet, I would say, that talks college basketball year round. And how many people did we hear throughout the summertime, fall, the start of this basketball season? Hey, about that Georgetown game. Any tickets? Well, the good news is if you don't have any tickets, you can still get some tickets. They're available online. Uh, You might have to pay a little premium for them or wait. That premium will keep coming down. Or you could pay zero and you can get them right here on WPRO tonight. Later on in this hour, we have two tickets, two choice tickets, and we're going to be giving them away this hour. So anyways, it's here. Less than a day to go. The anticipation, the excitement that people have talked about Ed Cooley's return, Georgetown, PC. I get it. Totally get it. But guess what? There is a game tomorrow that will tip off at 1230. And, you know, there are two worst things that can happen. One is that some numbskull gets too sauced up and throws something on the floor, throws something at the Georgetown bench, does something where the game has to be stopped for for whatever reason. That's called a disaster. And let's just say, after talking to officials at PC, and we're going to have PC Athletic Director Steve Napolillo on this show in about a half an hour. Also, I talked to Larry Lepore at the Amica Mutual Pavilion. Security at the AMP tomorrow will be something you've never seen before at a PC hoop game. It'll still be plenty of room to be fun. No two ways about that. But if you want to act like a numbskull, and I'm being nice, you you will get caught, okay? And you could be prosecuted if you go over the line. They will be looking for the numbskulls. So don't be a jerk, okay? That's number one. Number two, bad scenario. The Friars lose the game. Most importantly... They have to win that game, okay? That'll be the, that would be an awful loss for the Friars, and they're, of course, fighting as a bubble team in the NCAA tournament race. So win the game. That's number one. And, oh, by the way, uh, Ed Cooley would have his first win over the Friars 
that won't go over well with PC fans, that's for sure. So let's worry about priority number one. As for Cooley's reception, I, I, can, tell you, I can tell you that he's uh, amazed, puzzled, blown away at all the chatter, all the puffed-out tough-guy toughness on social media that we've seen in the last 24 hours, week, month, months. That said, he better be ready, okay? There's not going to be a positive reception. There's not going to be it's not going to be time for a thank you Ed Cooley for what you did for 12 years. Hopefully, down the line, people move on. Not tomorrow. It's too early. It's the first visit. Hopefully, people will get used to Georgetown and Ed Cooley coming in because Ed has a decently long career at Georgetown. Not tomorrow. It's not going to happen. Ed Cooley, Ed Cooley supporters, Ed Cooley family and friends, uh, be ready. It's not going to be an enjoyable day at all for anybody associated with the Hoyas or Ed Cooley. Okay. Again, Steve Napolillo at the bottom of this hour, and then we're going to pick Bags Munman will be with us, and we will pick our winners, our uh, NFL football winners, because that's what we do. We find some winners for you. 401-438-WPRO between now and 630. You can uh, weigh in. 401-438-9776. Let's get started with tonight's three big hits. So busy weekend in college basketball besides Ed Dinner upended defending champ Novak Djokovic in four sets, 6-1-6-2-6-7-6-3. Djokovic has won 10 Australian Opens, but Sinner has beaten the all-time great three times in their last four meetings. The other semifinal, Daniel Medvedev, moves on. The women's final is also set. It's Arinya Sabalenka against Zhang Quinn Wen. More details with the Patriots wide receiver Keyshawn Boudet's arrest in Louisiana being charged with underage gambling. Placed over 8,900 online bets in less than two years. I don't know how you do that. Louisiana officials are saying Boudet Boudet bet on LSU games and LSU games that he played in and even bet on his chances to score a touchdown in one game. Not good. Uh, Okay, that's good. We made it through there. Okay, Roach, it's all about the Friars. It's all about the Friars. It's all about Cooley. We we, we touched on this uh, quite a bit last night. And, you know, I, I... I get that the chatter is mostly about, you know, Cooley's reception, uh, the crowd, and the anticipation for the game. The Friars have to win this game. That's correct. Isn't that – that's like priority number one and 1A is to – and you want to win by two, you want to win by 30, it really doesn't matter. You know, for Providence to come out and play well, they haven't played at home in a while – uh, they've lost a couple home games already. It's time to get back to defending your home court, and especially against a lower-level Big East team that they, they should beat. This is a double-figure uh, spread. Was, yeah. You saw 12 points? Yeah, 12 and a half points. I mean, I'll say the same thing about this game from that cosmetic standpoint that I said about DePaul. You can't lose these games yeah. and expect to make the NCAA tournament, period. Correct. Right? Correct. Like, could you pull off some magic and win the Big East? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we all know how the system works. There are ways to game it if you lose this game. But, no – Games where you're a 12 point favorite, I don't care who the coach is. I don't care if Bill B. Hoodsworth decides to come out of retirement and stalk the sidelines for the Georgetown Hoyas. You need to win that game first and foremost and take care of business on that end. Uh, Kim English, well, he says the exact same thing. This is about the Hoyas. 
you know, Roots, the, the other thing I'm interested in is the players who were recruited by Ed Cooley, everyone from Devin Carter to Corey Floyd, um, you know, a, a, a big chunk of the team. Obviously, Kim English brought in a few guys uh, as well. Distracted? Uh, I, I don't know what the word is. I wouldn't be distracted. Would I want to show show up my coach? Not really. I, I don't think those guys really have a, an issue with Ed Cooley, in all honesty. I think they really like their new coach, uh, which is more important than everything else. Um is there any way that there's anything to that, that 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 they could be thrown off in any way? I, I don't see it. I don't see that happening. This is this is a deal for the fans, right? This, this the return of Ed Cooley. I mean, we talk about it. Not to bring up uh, your best friend there, but we talk about it with Kyrie Irving all the time, right? Oh, yeah. It's like he comes back and everybody's hunky dory, and then the Celtics go out and smoke whatever team Kyrie's playing on. I think you'll get a lot of that from the Providence players who uh, played for and have uh, a relationship with Coach Cooley, where they'll go up before the game, maybe it's happening right now, and they'll glad hand and hug and remember when, and then, you know, when it comes down to business, it comes down to business. Mm. I mean, is there really anyone out there that thinks Devin Carter would let up for his own father, let alone Ed Cooley? I right. mean, right. I, I just don't don't see that happening, and you just don't see that happen a lot throughout sports. It's not some common thing where – you know, a former coach comes in and and the players go out of their way to to try to show him up and stuff like that. It's just not something that happens because, if for no other reason, the relationship the fans had with the coach and have with these coaches is just much different than that relationship that the players have. Yeah, no, I think the fans and you know, like a loyal alum that they they got to know Ed Cooley more than the players. The players oftentimes are only here for a couple of minutes. You know, they, you know, cup of cup of coffee. Uh, Devin Carter has been here, you know, less than two years. Uh, that said, you're right. This is more about the fans and what they feel about Ed Cooley. Uh, obviously, most most fans, the vast majority, not happy with the coach for, quote, turning his back on the Friars. I'm going to get to that and a few other PC Georgetown items next on the Kevin Mack Sports Hour. Let's just take uh, – there's going to be a technical file on either coach tomorrow. Who do you like, Cooley or uh, Kim English? What do you think? Ooh. I don't know. That that's. I mean, if PC falls behind, let's say Georgetown pops out of the gates hot. I I would say Kim English would be wise to get a technical foul in, sure. in a situation like but that. But if Ed ever gets teed up, that place might explode. The, the top might pop off the dunk if if Ed gets teed. Let's up. go to the calls. Uh, Joe is in Central Mass. Uh, Joe, how, we're in Central Mass, and uh, are you coming to the game tomorrow? Hey, Kevin. How are you? How are you? It's a small, small town called Ashburnham. It's right on the New Hampshire border. Great. Well, appreciate um, the call. But, uh, yeah, a long-time fan. I called last last year. And, you know, um, the the thing about Cooley and, you know, first of all, I agree with you. This, the violence part is completely crazy. You know, yeah. that's ridiculous. And the focus is on the game. Let's have the Friars win. I think that the way Cooley went out and, you know, it was a lot of questioning. But he really tanked on the team. He He hurt the team. He was in negotiation, you know, that, that look on his face when he, when he answered, like, what rumors, that, that kind of said it all. Yeah. And, you know, the, the taking, trying to get the players, uh, you know, kind of bad-mouthing Providence in a way about, you know, the ceiling was reached, um, you know, not to mention going to a rival school. But he really, I mean, he went out wrong. He it could have been done after the season. Maybe not. Maybe not. You know, I'm sure Georgetown contacted him and there's some kibitzing going on. But, you know, if he, like the Michigan case, if he went to Michigan, okay, this, you know, fine. Even with this situation, if he had done after the season, 
but uh, the team tanked. He, you know, he hurt the team. He hurt the team, and he, and, and it, you know, the players and everything else. And that's the crux of the whole matter. You know, that's the crux of the whole matter. No, I uh, think it's going to be. No, Joe, I, I, I appreciate that. That you, you just gave four different reasons why uh, PC fans sh- should have an issue uh, with Ed Cooley. I, I get it, and that's why tomorrow will be emotional. I, I'm curious, uh, how long does it have to? How much time has to go by before? You know, I wouldn't say you, you forgive Cooley, but maybe he's not public enemy number one when he comes in uh, every season. Well, it, like it's 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 raw right now. It's like anything with a you know a, a, an argument and time goes, and I think it depends on the individual and everything else. But that that you know the legacy should have it's never going to be there. It's, there's a, there's an asterisk there. It's like you know take away a national championship like the Louisville, you know, because of what happened. Mm-hmm. And I think it's always going to be there, and it depends on in, individuals, you know. But he he really did injury. He did injury to the program, uh, and it, you know it's like that's that's the thing. That's the thing. It wasn't just a matter like I said. If he had gone gracefully, you know, people would have been upset and angry. And after the season, maybe I'm sure he couldn't control people contacting him. Sure. You no, know, but he he should he really should have said, if you want me, if you want me, let's talk after the season. Okay, and there would still be rumors about contact and all that, but it was so blatant. Yeah, I, I, so I like blatant. to say that, that there's no easy way to handle that. Uh, that said, certainly it had some missteps, some clear missteps. Yeah, I mean, I said at the time, I, I agree with Joe 100%. That was yeah. my beef with it at the time. And, and you know, Joe can be more polite uh, than, than I guess I'm going to be. There's 0% chance that if what Georgetown said is true about their desire for Ed Cooley, that they wouldn't have waited and gotten that deal done. They wanted him. They, they they wanted and they wanted to know that he had interest. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you know, as we said at the time, and Joe just hit on it. It's like you know, the it wasn't that Cooley left. And for me, it's not even that he left for a Big East uh, rival. And I know everybody makes a huge deal about that. It's never happened in forty years, and coaches rarely go. For me, I, I don't care about that either. It's the timing of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The team went in the tank. You want to call that a coincidence? Fine. I don't. I don't even care if that actually is. A coincidence, but the fact that he was going behind the back to talk to a team and 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 the way he went about it, it it's right. Joe's right, and you know we sort of forget K Mac. You know now we're sitting here sitting pretty because everybody likes Kim English, sure, and he was able to retain the likes of Jaden Pierre and Garway Duall, and, and those things are all great. It might not have rolled out that way, right? Like you can't forget the situation that Ed Cooley left this team in. Congratulations to Kim English for hitting the ground running and being a likable guy. Yeah, and, and Steve Napolillo for, for oh, managing sure, sure. that transition Steve because Nap- you're right, any transition, is, is that's high-stakes stuff. Exactly, and, yeah. and I think for a lot of people, the fact that it's gone so smoothly right, is, is sort of taking a little bit of the edge off, mm-hmm. and that's the part of the edge that I don't, that I don't want taken off. It's mm-hmm. like, look, I don't want anything bad to happen at this game. I don't want PC fans to embarrass themselves. Uh, I agree with all of those talking points. But, you know, the fact remains that this guy hung you out to dry. Ed Cooley hung the Friars out to dry, and then you add on all those other things about the team going in the tank, about being a Big East rival, about being Georgetown. I mean, it, it was just such a bad look for a coach at the time, and, and it continues to be a bad look. The only thing taking, again, some of the edge off is the fact that Kim English has done such a good job taking over in the short term. This is the Kevin Max Sports Hour. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. 
Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't like in a company, and I don't know like how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah, and like Jay Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah, yeah. To that, remind me not to quote any hip hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Kevin Max Sports Hour. We're all getting ready for a big game at the Amica Mutual Pavilion on Saturday at 1230 when uh, Georgetown comes in to play Providence. And I wanted to bring in uh, Providence College Athletic Director Steve Napolillo. Uh, Steve, uh, welcome back to the show. Kev, always a pleasure. Hope you're doing great. I imagine you're still smiling, Steve, from uh, from a great Wednesday night. The Friars down 10 with 10 or so, 11 minutes to go, and rally. And I didn't realize at the same time Aaron Bath's women's team was doing the same at, at Mulaney Gym. So good night for the Friars. Yeah, I was fired up. You know, driving home from Newark is always great after a tough uh, Big East battle and getting to, uh, you know, listen to the women win in overtime uh, after being down 18, coming back. It's just, uh, you know, it's, it's as you and I talk, kept many times to see Coach English and Coach Bath continue to do things that we hoped when they came here, and uh, we believe in them at a really high level. So it was, it was a great night. It was a foggy night driving home, Kev. Not yeah. the best conditions to drive home, but I was smiling. I can promise you that. There you go. Um, Steve, I obviously want to talk about uh, Saturday and the Hoyas coming into town, Ed Cooley's return. Uh, I'm curious, from, from where you know I sit, and from where so many PC fans sit, it, it, this has been talked about, God, more than maybe any other regular season game in so long. Uh, I imagine where you sit, it, it's been just a constant drumbeat since probably since the spring. I, I, are you more relieved that it's here and you're going to get through the game? I, I'm curious from your position, you know, w- w- what are you thinking? Well, I think from my seat, twofold, Kev, is like every game is critical. I'm thinking about game, winning the game, uh, our goals for the season, for the year, mm. uh, where we want to go. Uh, but, I, you know, I think all of us know that this has been a date on the calendar since last March that people are looking at. And, and I really look at it like this, Kev, for everyone is, um, you know, when a door closes, another one opens. You always should look back and appreciate the great times, the great memories. Uh, but as an AD, I have to look forward where we want to go, uh, what we're trying to build. And I couldn't be any more excited that Coach English is our head coach. You know, as I've said, grateful for everything that we did, Ed did. Um, I felt like I was part of what Coach Cooley over those years, and I'll never forget those, but uh, he chose to leave. We had to make a decision, uh, Father Sicard, myself, and Providence College, and I felt uh, we have a, an incredible coach. I couldn't uh, be more excited to call my teammate. No, you're right, Steve. It's a balance. You know, I, I 
again, come across so many Friar fans, and they're so excited about uh, the present and the future uh, with Kim English. And yet, you know, they also look forward to, uh, you know, Cooley's return. And I say, hey, listen, this isn't a one-off. This will be a rivalry game. And, you know, Georgetown coming into Providence has always been a rivalry. But, uh, Steve, you have a new top rival uh, to check the box going forward. And I, I guess that hey, it's good for the Big East and good for the Friars, right? And, and the Hoyas, for that matter. Well, I think it's unique. And, Kev, I was saying this to someone else. First of all, what, what makes sports so special is people are so passionate about it. And, and uh, you know, a compliment to Coach Cooley is because he did a great job and because we had great memories, his passion and his feelings and there's an emotional healing that people have to go through is when people um, talk to me all the time on how people are going to react. Well, it's a twofold thing is I would say to anyone is if people didn't carry left, that's a, that's a different problem. You know, he did a great job. We had great seasons together, but he also left for another big East school, which has the dimension that he has to come back here. Mm-hmm. Um, so my whole thing is I, I always say is I'm a huge baseball guy. As you know, Kev is, I was there when Johnny Damon went back um, when he signed with the Yankees, and the fans obviously were emotional about that, even though he helped to win championships. Is you have you have a coach who is from here um, who made a decision to leave, and the fans are going to probably have their uh, you know um, show emotion with that decision. But yeah. like any game, Kev, is my goal as AD is. Our fans will do it in a high-class manner. Um, you know, is it, crowds, fans, sports, you, you show it in a different way. But, you know, is all this stuff that's out there is this is a big game for PC. Uh, you know, this is about our student-athletes. we got to win the game. We want to go to 5-4 and four in the Big East. Our goal is to make it to an NCAA tournament, and that's the main focus. Mm-hmm. And as I always say to people is I couldn't be more excited that Kim English is our coach. So there's a lot of programs in the country who, when they go through a coaching change, um, are going through a complete rebuild. A lot of people leave the program. You don't know who's coming in. If if you would have told us we'd be where we are today uh, after losing a great player to a terrible injury, um, I'm going to take it. I'm fired up, and uh, we're really excited about the rest of the season. We're with Steve Napolillo uh, of Providence College here. Uh, uh, Steve, uh, I'm managing that passion and managing your fan base is part of uh, you know your job your staff's job the, the staff at the Amica Mutual Pavilion uh, can you talk about the anticipation the preparation I should say uh, about this game because I, I know you've tried to take some extra steps to to kind of manage that passion yeah I mean you know obviously um, the sensitivity of having uh, you know one of your coaches a coach who's going you know coming back for the first time in that position in the Big East Conference you want to make sure it's safe for our student athletes coaches fans that's our goal for every game Kev I mean we always want to take pride in there and that's what I'm um, committed to all of us are committed to the institution Larry Poor and his team um, and I would say to my fans I love their passion I'm grateful we have the greatest fans in the country but you know Always rise above. Don't do anything that's going to be silly. Don't. Do, this is about making. This is on a major game for Providence College. We have a great coach. Our focus is on our coach um, and our student athletes. We got to mm-hmm. win the game. That's where the focus is. 
Uh, we're going to make sure we take all the precautions that we can to make sure it's the safest environment for everyone in the building, and that should always be our goal. So, Steve, c- can you tell us what you've done as far as your students? Uh, I-, I can imagine the students are, are uh, super jacked for, for this game. Uh, w- and I know that, again, you've worked with the AMP on I, – I know there's now uh, cameras uh, that they've put in uh, in those two areas. Uh, I'm curious if there's if you can just fill us in and keep us up to date on what the deal is there. Well, I mean, Kev, our code of conduct is on. We want people to have a great time, you know, be loud, be energetic, but do it in a classy manner. Obviously, you know, you can't be screaming stuff that's not allowed. You can't throw anything. You know, those are – those are bigger things, Kev, that for any game or in any arena as if you're at the Celtics is, mm-hmm. you know, as Rich Gotham's on our board. We talked to him when Kyrie, Kyrie Irving went back for the Celtics, when LeBron had to go back to Cleveland. Is you, you go through these processes, and the expectation is we will have everything there, and code of conduct for our regular fans, our students, is always the same. We're expecting you to act in a first-class manner but also have, a, obviously, a great time and make it an incredible home court advantage. Hey, uh, Steve, uh, on a different front, uh, your uh, men's hockey team is once again uh, looking pointed toward the NCAA tournament. Uh, we're really thrilled to have PC Hockey uh, on 790, the score. Uh, maybe an update for the fans who haven't seen Nate Lehman's team this year. I know he's very excited about the possibilities down down the stretch here. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, you know, that's a, the, he's built a consistent, you know, championship program and, uh, it's a great, great time to come out to Schneider Arena, and obviously they're in the heat of Hockey East now as well. So um, their goal is obviously to win a Hockey East championship and get back to the NCAA tournament, um, and he, he loves this team. It's got great potential. Hockey East is the greatest conference in the country. When you look at you know all the teams that are battling for an NCAA tournament spot, so uh, we could we got we got a lot of great things going on in Friartown, Kev, and. Um, I couldn't be more excited. I'm really happy for all our fans, our administration, my teammates, and grateful to our student-athlete coaches and everyone who supports us. So, Steve, needless to say, uh, you won't be answering your cell phone tomorrow on, uh, on you know, Friday night and Saturday morning. I can imagine the uh, demand has never been higher. Yeah, I mean, it's phenomenal, you know, is uh, my external team, and they've done an amazing job. You know, the ticket, Kevin Connolly's team, Andrew Sheffer, Audrey Gunther, the marketing team is. Um, SeatGeek has told us that this is the hottest ticket in the country for any college basketball game. Wow! Um, I think it's great for you know the city, the state, the the excitement, and it's going to be hopping. Our goal is, as I said, Kev, is to win the game. Everybody have a great time. Um, and, and I, I want to repeat: is I'm a huge believer. Is you know we appreciate all the great moments we had, Kev, and no one's ever going to take that stuff away. But I'll repeat again, when one door closes, another one opens, and uh, I'm really, really excited that Coach English is our head coach in Friartown. Great. Hey, thanks very much, Stephen. No, we'll see you at the app. All right, Kev, take, have a great day. Go Friars. This is the Kevin Max Sports Hour. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. That's it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was, hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. 
wherever you listen. This is the Kevin Mack Sports Hour. That's right, K-Mack. It's time for some explosivity from from Bags Munman. I, I don't know if you heard Ryan Clark just say that. Is that a word? Explosivity. Not, not exclusivity. Explosivity. I think he combined explosiveness with exclusivity. Yeah. I might have stumbled upon a new word. I just went from making fun of him to being in awe, and I now want to use that word for my own. Thank you. Ryan Clark. Uh, what I don't want to use for my own is our picks from last week, K Mac. We went way over our skis on Super Wild Card Weekend, going to combine nine and three. But then last week we went to combine two and six. We no. both we both went one and three. I had Detroit. You had Baltimore, and we bricked out on the rest of them. So mm. we're running out of games here. But mm. uh, let's see. In the playoffs, I'm six and four. You are five and five. So a lot of mediocrity, which is basically what we gave the people. During the regular season, but you know we try to close the season out strong, right? Try to try to get a couple winners as we head out the door. Is, is that the is that the goal here? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I, I can predict because you know I know bags so well. Yeah. We are about to pick the exact same teams for the exact same games. I think we are on the same. We we, we are copacetic. Oh, we're, we're we're lined up. I don't know if that's good or bad. I think that means we're going one and one no matter what. Here. Yeah, <laughs> I that's uh, probably true. I don't necessarily love our chances uh, necessarily on that front, but we'll start with the AFC Championship game in Baltimore. Line opened at three and a half. The line we're using is four, mm-hmm. which is the consensus line now. So we're not cheating at all or or anything in that vein. Uh, looking at the market for this game, K-Mac, uh, you know, there hasn't really been a ton of market activity in either one of these games. In a normal situation, these would both be passes for Bags Munman. I'm not actively looking to bet on either of these games. But in the AFC Championship game, I can't help myself. I'm, I'm going to grab the four points and take the Kansas City Chiefs because uh, they've been there before, four out of the last five Super Bowls. And Baltimore is still knocking. Doesn't mean they can't get through, but I'm going to go ahead and grab the points with the uh, with the established commodity, as it were. Yeah, I know. You, you were waiting for that three to turn into four, uh, or, or even three the and three and a half. Good. No, three and a half was good enough for okay. me because, you know, okay. four, as we talk about during the season, four is not a key number. So, you know, it's nice to get that extra half point, but three and a half was, was good enough for me in this spot because, like I said, I was, I was indecisive anyway. I also like the Chiefs. Uh, do you like the Chiefs to win or to cover? And, of course, we, we just play the spreads, and we both like the Chiefs, so yeah. that, that's set. I, I just think that if the Chiefs were to lose, yeah. it's going to be tight. Yeah, yeah. I can see a 23-20 Baltimore win, mm-hmm. and we're both covered in that situation. So I say the Ravens win, but the Chiefs cover. All right, now I'll go first uh, out in the NFC, Lions and 49ers. It, it's a big number, 7.5. We're playing 7.5, correct? That is um, correct. I, I'm taking the 49ers. I, I, I've, I have not bought into the Lions. I, I know that they've been... They're no flash in the pan. They've had an excellent season. They're twelve and five. Uh, same deal uh, with the 49ers. I just think the dream's over. Sorry, Lions fans. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm taking the Detroit Lions plus seven wow, and a half in this, like in this game. I don't think they're ever going to cover and lose, but I think they could win. And so, from a handicapping standpoint, for this show, I'm taking them plus seven and a half. But if I were to bet on the Detroit Lions at all. I'd be betting them on that juicy money line, yeah, but I'll take be, Detroit nice plus seven and a half, and might as well just say that uh, Detroit's going to win that game. I don't know how, but they're going to figure it out. Yeah, the money line is definitely juicy. The Kevin Max Sports Hour on WPRO.
Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen.